0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We welcome you once again. I'm Jerry Savell, my daughter, Jerry Ann, and she's been on here with me for the last couple of weeks, going to be on today and next week as well. And we're talking about you're somebody special to God. What a great revelation. I want that to sink in today. You are somebody special to God. God loves you very much, no matter what you've done, no matter what your past is like. God loves you, and there's not a thing that Satan can do that can change that, praise God. Romans chapter 8 says that nothing can separate us from the love of God.
1: That's the greatest revelation you can get, that there's absolutely nothing you can do that's going to separate you from God's love. Yeah, He loves you so much. And another great revelation that I've got is not only does He love me, He likes me. Yeah. He likes me just the way I am, and he likes you just the way you are.
0: You know, uh, I always thought it was so neat. The first time I began reading the Bible, and I come across the story of Abraham, and it talked about that Abraham was a friend of God. Mm-hmm. I thought, wow, how could you ever get to be a friend of God? But, you know, that's what he considers us, not only his children, but thank God we are friends. And, you know, I have, some, I have some very close friends I'm, I'm blessed to have uh, many close friends, mm-hmm. and I know how much I enjoy being with them. I know uh, how much uh, I enjoy their company, and uh, some of them, I mean, you know, like Happy and Jeannie Caldwell and, and Pat and Buddy Harrison before Buddy went home to be with the Lord. We spent vacations together every year for like 35 years. Yeah. We're very close friends. We share things uh, that nobody else knows anything about. Uh, we pray uh, for each other all the time. It's like covenant relationship. But what a joy to know that even if I don't see Happy Caldwell for a whole year, yeah. I know he still loves me just like he did last year, the last time I saw him. And I know that I still have right standing with him. I know I still have relationship with him. Happy's a wonderful man, and I love him for that. And, and uh, you know, and, and, of course, Buddy was that way as well. But just think how much more with God. God loves us so much that he longs to spend time with us. Mm -hmm. You know, one time I was preaching in in Memphis, Tennessee. And you remember a pastor there by the name of Robert Cruz. And Robert, if you're watching, hello. And uh, you remember I I was teaching about the Holy Spirit. And Robert said to me that one time he was reading a a book that was uh, uh, an old English book. And where it said Holy Ghost, it changed that to Holy Guest. And I thought that was so neat to think of the Holy Ghost as your Holy Guest. That we have this Holy Guest Mm -hmm. that wants to live with us, that wants to indwell us, that wants to spend time with us. That's just part of the love of the Father, that He would send the Holy Ghost to be our Holy Guest, our Holy Friend, our Holy Comforter, I'm telling, I'm telling you, folks, God loves you so much. He has planned and arranged for everything for your life to be a wonderful life.
1: Well, it says that He's our comforter, our strengthener, our standby, our helper, our advocate, our counselor. I mean, you get all of that.
0: All wrapped up in, in one In the one Holy package.
1: Spirit. What Praise more God. do you need?
0: Yeah. And it's so beautiful that Jesus said to His disciples, He said, now, I have to leave i got to go to my father's house. But then he said this. He says, in fact, it is expedient for you that I go away. That word expedient means profitable. Mm -hmm. So Jesus is saying to his own disciples, it is more profitable for you if I go away. Now, if you put yourself in their position, they're thinking, how could that be? Mm -hmm. How could it be that it'd be more profitable for us if Jesus leaves us? I mean, as long as he was with them, every need was met. As long as he was with them, no storm could, could overcome them. No angry mob could defeat them. You know, I mean, whatever need they had, he was right there to supply it. And now he's saying, boys, it's going to be better for you if I go away. Mm-hmm. No wonder he started that with, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, mm-hmm. because they're thinking, how could this be? But then he made this statement. The reason it's going to be better is because I'm going to send you another comforter. And the difference is he's not only going to be with you, but he's going to be in you. Yes. Jesus could only be with them. But this Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, who is just like Jesus, is not only going to be with us, but he's going to be with he's going to be in us. I remember back there in 1969, Brother Copeland was preaching a message on God inside-minded. And he said, When you get filled with the Holy Ghost, you become God-inside-minded. You are wall-to-wall wall Holy Ghost. That's that made good. a big impression on me. Praise yeah. God.
1: I, that when you say God-inside-minded, it made me think of this scripture, Matthew 5:48. in the message. It says, live out your God-created identity. Mm-hmm. So when you're God-inside-minded, then you're going to be, become everything He's created you to be and walk in that God-created identity. And
0: you're also going to have a victory mentality. Mm -hmm. Because if God is in me and God is with me and and God will never leave me nor forsake me, then how could I lose? No matter what I come up against, no matter what the challenge is, how could I possibly lose when I've got God for me, I've got God with me, and I've got God in me?
1: Well, that's what faith is all about. Mm -hmm. This walk of faith that we live is if we believe it, then we just walk in a confidence that we're going to be victorious in every situation in our life. That's right. That's what faith is all about.
0: Yeah. And, you know, the basic foundation for this is a revelation of God's love for you. And it amazes me. Now, I've been, I've been preaching around the world for 47 years, and it still amazes me that there are still people. I'm talking about believers, you know, Christians that are not yet convinced that God loves them that much. Mm -hmm. They know God loves. He sent his only son because he loved the world. But, you know, they might think, well, he loves Jerry Seville, but then who am I? But if you don't ever get a revelation of God's love for you, then you're always going to live beneath your privileges. You know, you and your sister, Terry, you know that your mom and I love you both equally. We don't love one more than the other. We love you equally. But if you went around thinking all the time, well, you know, they love Terry more than they love me, then eventually that is gonna control your life, and you'll get to the point where you don't wanna be around us because you think you don't we don't love you as much as we love your sister, Mm -hmm. and that's gonna rob you of some privileges and some blessings and some gifts mm-hmm. if you don't come around us, you know? And that's the way so many of God's people are. They don't think God loves them as much as He loves somebody else, and so as a result of it, they miss out on a lot of things that God wants to do for them. So let it sink in today that God loves you. I wanna read a scripture to you from First John chapter 3, and this is verse one. In the King James it says, Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Behold, that means look and see. In other words, get a revelation of this. Behold the the manner of love that God has bestowed upon us that He would call you one of His own children. That's how much God loves you. And, you know, God is no respecter of persons. Now, you know, he, He treats me so well that he makes me think I must be his favorite child. But I know there he's no respecter of persons. I know he doesn't love me any more than he loves you or any other person who's ever accepted Jesus as their Lord. But I'm telling you, he does so many things in my life. He just makes me feel so special that sometimes I I say jokingly, you know, and people have heard me say it all over the world, I don't know why I'm God's favorite child, I just am. Well, you're just as much a favorite child to God As I am. But you see, the difference between me and some of you, I know God loves me. And it's not because I'm so good or I've done so many right things, it's because of what Jesus did. And He loves you just as much. The message translation of that same verse says, What marvelous love the Father hath extended to us. Just look at it, we're called the children of God. Mm. Marvelous love that God would call you. One of his own children.
1: Well, there's no greater love. I mean, I know your love as a father and my children's love. I mean, I've experienced love, but there is no greater love than the love of the Heavenly Father. That's right. I mean, He loves you. I'll keep saying it over and over because it's just been a great revelation in my life that He loves you exactly the way you are. Marvelous love. And he's proud of you. You're his child. He's proud of you. You know, my daddy is, he's proud of me. Even mistakes I've made, he's so proud of oh, me. Yeah. And that's the way the heavenly father, I mean, he's so proud of who you are. So you need to just get a revelation of that and walk in that revelation that he loves you regardless. Romans eight thirty-eight. you got to get that down inside of you and know that nothing, nothing, nothing can separate you from that love.
0: Read that from that new living translation. It
1: says, "I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed nothing. You get that? Nothing. nothing. How and many times all nothing. Yes." In there. Nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord.
0: Amen. And you know, you may have made a mistake. And if you have, the Bible says that you have an advocate with the Father, even the righteous Jesus Christ. That's in 1 John. You have an advocate with with the Father, even the righteous Jesus Christ. And it says, if you will confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. So if you've messed up, well, like Brother Copeland used to say, join the club. Who hasn't messed up? Everybody's messed up in one way or another. Everybody's missed the mark in one way or another. If you have, then just go before the Father and say, Father, I missed the mark. I blew it. I sinned big time. But you said, Jesus is my advocate. So Jesus, help me. You go before the Father and make it right. And God will forgive you and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And as far as he's concerned, from that very moment, it never happened. He will remember your sin no more. Hallelujah. And like I said in one of the previous broadcasts, if God's not going to bring it up, then you stop bringing it up. It's all under the blood of Jesus. Amen.
1: That scripture says that he doesn't remember as far as the east is to the west. And I heard a minister speak on that the other day, that east represents new beginnings. That's the east. You know, As far as the east is to the west, new beginnings. Every day his mercy is new for you. So you don't bring up the past anymore.
0: Amen. You know, I like to say this. I am the object of God's affection. You like that? Mm -hmm. I am the object of God's affection. You know, your mom and I, now by the time this program is aired, your mother and I will have celebrated 50 years of marriage. Wow. 50 years of marriage. We married July the 15th, 1966. I was 19 and Carolyn was 17. And we have now been married... 50 years.
1: Should I add in there I've been in 48 of all those years? Yeah. Okay.
0: 48. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell that, but since you did 48. And, and you know, after all this time, now you can testify to this, we still love each other and more so than ever before. Yes. Are we not in love with each other? Yeah,
1: you're best friends.
0: We're best friends. She is the object of my affection and I'm the object of her affection. That's the reason why that, you know, there'll never be another because I'm focused on her and she's focused on me and we're the object of one another's love. But that's the way Father God feels about you. You're the object of his affection. He loves you. He cares about you. He wants the best for you. He's promised in his word that he will supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus He says that those that love him will lack no good thing, praise God. That means you're the object of his affection. Now, you've got to get a revelation of that. You've got to let that sink in. See, it it took me a while back there 47 years ago, 48 years ago, to let that sink in, that God loved me that much. I knew he loved Billy Graham that much. I knew he loved Oral Roberts that much. You know, but who am I? Jerry Savelle. But when I saw it in the Word that He loved me that much and that I too was the object of His affection, it changed the way I thought. I began to renew my mind to the way God thought about me. And that's a good verse I want you to bring up in Romans 12. And that's what it takes. You have to renew your mind to Mm -hmm. think the way God thinks about you. Read that verse to us. Well,
1: Romans 12 is just foundational for you know, faith and changing your mind. And it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But the New Century Version, I found this recently. It says, be changed within by a new way of thinking. Amen. Be changed within with a new way of thinking. You know, I have to talk to myself. You know, when things come up and say a thought comes of maybe not feeling loved or rejected or whatever it is that I've struggled with in my past, I have to talk out loud to myself. And I learned that years ago from Brother Kenneth Copeland that you do not combat thoughts with other thoughts, you combat thoughts with words. That's right. And you speak out, whatever that negative thought is that you're having in your mind. You speak what the Word says, and you have a new way of thinking. Ephesians 4 talks about that, Mm -hmm. putting on a new nature, putting on a new way, stripping yourselves. You know, when you think of the word strip, like I think of furniture, stripping furniture. Mm -hmm. You know, it hurts sometimes to have to strip yourself of a way that you've always thought. But it's time to put on a new way of thinking and have a new attitude. And here it says you'll be changed with that new way of thinking. That's powerful. But you know what? The only person that can do this is you.
0: That's right. You're the
1: only one that can do this for yourself. And you have to get fighting mad and get tired of the devil. You know, he doesn't think for you, but he plants thoughts in your mind. And it's up to you what you do with those thoughts. And you know 2 Corinthians 10:5 that's a big scripture for me is taking captive every thought and making it obedient to Christ. That's right. That's where that renewing of the mind comes in. And you know sometimes it's a moment by moment yeah. process. You know, you can be bombarded with mm-hmm. a thought and it keeps pounding and pounding But you've got to get to that place where you're transforming the renewing. Again, it goes back to this Word. You've got to get in the Word to transform your thinking.
0: That's right. And concerning those negative thoughts and and low self-esteem thoughts and condemnation thoughts, it's like Brother Kenneth Hagin used to say, the devil is persistent, but you've got to be more persistent than him. When he starts in on you, then you start back by speaking the Word of God and and if he and, and when he flees and he decides to come back again with those negative thoughts you be just as persistent and more so than he is you know paul said there in second corinthians chapter 10 to cast down everything that does not agree with the word of god but over in ephesians he also tells and think on these things or in philippians rather think on these things mm-hmm. and he said think on things that are lovely that are just that are true and of a good report. Yes. So, you know, you're, you're, you're just a terrible person. That's not a, that's not a lovely thought. That's not a good report. And it's not even a true thought. You're, you're just, you're, you're born bad, and you're always going to be bad. That's not a good thought. Not if you're in Christ Jesus. Cast that thought down, and begin to become selective about what you allow in your mind. And you train your mind to think God's Word by the renewing of your mind. So that means you're going to spend, you have to spend quality time in the Word. That key word in John chapter 8, Jesus said, if you continue in my Word. So that's the key word, continue. Don't just start this, stick with it, stay with it until you begin to renew your mind to think about yourself the way God thinks about you.
1: Well, I heard Joyce Meyer say once, think about what you're thinking about. It's important. That you filter every thought through the Word of God. Don't just let any thought come through your mind, but you begin to filter every thought through the Word of God. And you know what? The more you do it, the easier it becomes. I've realized in my life that it just gets easier and easier. I, I will not allow the devil to torment me any longer with thoughts that I I let him for decades, Dad. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. decades I let him mess with my mind about. But when I got fighting mad about it, I mean, it's just as quick as they come, I know what to do. And it's a matter, you know, I have found out in my life when I start to entertain those thoughts, oh, my faith, my faith tank's low. Mm -hmm. That means I need to get back in the word and fill myself up and renew my mind to what he says. That's right. But it's your choice.
0: Praise God. So what we're saying to you is you're somebody special to God. And start seeing yourself that way. Start thinking of yourself that way. Listen at Numbers chapter 6, verse 25 and 26. God says, He will make His face shine upon you. He will be gracious unto you. The Lord will lift up His countenance upon you and He will give you peace. Now, the Amplified Bible says that God will be kind to you. He will be merciful to you. He will give favor to you. And the Message Translation says, God will smile on you, He will look you full in the face, and then He'll make you to prosper. Hmm. Now isn't that a loving God? Doesn't that sound like that you're somebody special to God? He loves you so much that He will bestow His favor upon you, and He will cause you to prosper. Folks, you got to get in the Word. Quit letting the world form your opinions of yourself Quit letting other people form your opinions of yourself. Let the Word of God do it. And when you let the Word of God do it, I'm telling you, you're headed for a life of victory. You're headed for the abundant life. You're headed for a life that is better, as the message translation says, than you ever imagined or dreamed possible. Amen? So, please listen to what we're saying. We've all been there. We know what it's like to be beat down. We know what it's like to feel inferior, condemned. We know what it's like to, to, to be down on yourself. We've all been there. But the Word of God changed all that. And if it can do it for us, it can do it for you. Amen. God loves you so much. Now listen to this, and I'm going to close this with this before we go to our announcement. God loves you so much that He even says in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, that He gives us richly all things To enjoy. God will not only supply your needs, but the Bible says that he wants to give you richly all things to enjoy. That has amazed me at how much God loves me, that he will bless me not only with things that pertain to my spiritual life, but the material life. Uh, He'll bless you with the desires of your heart. That's how much God loves you. So get a revelation of this today. Amen. Get a revelation of just how much God loves you and then don't let anybody talk you out of it. You are the object of God's affection. Watch this announcement, then we'll be right back with some closing remarks.
2: You are the object of God's affection. If you've ever felt insecure about your abilities, your appearance, or your personality, this powerful book is for you. In are Somebody Special to God, Jerry Savell teaches that you should be encouraged and expect victory in every situation because you are God's most prized possession. The most challenging battles you will ever face are the ones between your own ears. In the book and accompanying two CD teaching, Thoughts, the battle between your ears, Jerry Savelle gets to the heart of the matter, the matter of the mind, your life tends to move in the direction of your dominant thoughts. Learn step-by-step step how to win the battle of your thought life. Cast thoughts of shame, embarrassment, and low self-esteem aside today. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this life-changing trio, You're Somebody Special to God, and the book and two-CD teaching, Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears. When you win the battle between your ears, you'll enjoy victory in every area of your life.
1: I really want to encourage you to get this package. You know, this little book, you can read it quickly, and then I encourage you to pass it along to somebody else. And Dad has done thousands of messages, thousands, but I think this is just one of my favorites. I really got free in this area, and I want you to get free in this area. It's Thoughts, The Battle Between Your Ears. It's two CDs and it's also the book. And don't delay in ordering them. If your spirit, you've been stirred and you've been encouraged today, then go ahead and go online to jerrysville.org and order this right now. I also wanna encourage you, if you follow Jerry's Bell Ministries for any length of time, then you know that this ministry is a ministry of integrity. And my dad has preached the same message He has stayed faithful and committed to this word for 47 years. And if you've ever been blessed by this ministry, I want to encourage you to consider being a partner with this ministry. And you know what? It doesn't matter the amount. Any amount is is precious to us, and we pray over our partners daily. So if you're interested in becoming a partner and you've just never thought about doing it, then I encourage you to get online, order these, and become a partner at the same time. Go to jerrysavell.org You know, I'm his daughter, but I'm also his partner because yeah. I really do believe in this ministry. It's good ground. It's good ground when you see integrity in a ministry, you want to be involved and hooked up with that. You may not be able to travel all over the world like dad has been able to do, but you know what? When you begin to sow seed in this ministry, you are the same as He is. You get the same privileges, right. the same blessings, the same favor because you're hooked up with something that is a blessing to God. So just go ahead to jerrysavelle.org and become our partner today. We bless you for it.
0: Amen. And those of you that already are partners, thank you so very much. You know, Carol and I were just praying this morning for our partners and believing God for supernatural increase in their lives and favor beyond anything they've ever experienced and prosperity because our partners, we know that they have a heart for God. They love God and they want to do more for God. So partners, we want you to know we have prayed for you this morning. We're believing for some big things to take place in your life. And also I want to remind you that Jerian has her own ministry and that she is avail- available for speaking engagements. She speaks all over the country as well. And we're going to put up Her uh, website, how that that you can contact her to come and speak in your church, your conference. And uh, you here recently, man, you have really been going.
1: Yes, it's been uh, awesome. It's been
0: great. And I've been uh, watching on Instagram, all the things that have been going on. And of course, Terry travels all over the world as well. So the Savelles are doing their part.
1: That's what Savelles do. To
0: preach this gospel (laughs) and uh, talk people into becoming the winner God's called them to be. So go ahead and and get on her website, she has resources available as well. But invite her to come to your area. Thanks again for being a part of our program today and we look forward to seeing you next week and until then remember, your faith will overcome the world. Next week, you're somebody special to God. You're the object of God's affection, amen?
1: Well, if you don't get that revelation first, it's gonna be really difficult to you know, go anywhere else in this faith walk because yeah. you got to get a good solid foundation that he loves you. Bottom line, he loves you and nothing can separate you from that love so that you can just move forward in everything that God has for your life. You know, it's for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We've all heard John 3:16, but really get a hold of it, that he loves you so much Amen. that he gave his son for you. He would do anything for you. And again, Romans eight thirty there is nothing you've ever done or nothing you'll ever do that can separate you from that love. It's a powerful revelation yes. and today needs to be the day that you really grab hold of that and know that you are special to God. He loves you so much.
0: Amen.